If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. There's nothing quite like that savvy veteran at the end of the game to lead your team down to get a game-winning field goal. Unless that's not exactly what happens. Welcome in the beginning. Of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network, emanating live from inside the Magic Radio Box, also known by its slang name here, the Geico FSR Studios. But we are glad to have you with us, and there's a lot of interesting things going on. We are making up for 134 days without athletic competition to talk about. I was watching three games at one time, and I was able to pull it off. Uh, not that I'm a better person than you, and I didn't even need my right hand to get a workout because I was all watching them on different uh, feeds on the computer there. So I had, I had games all over the place. But we're going to start with football because that's what keeps the lights on around the building here. The, the reason that the lights are on is because of the NFL in large part, and Tom Brady has been a big part of that. I've been at Fox Sports Radio for many years, so we just celebrated our 20th anniversary. And that entire time, Tom Brady's been doing his thing with the New England Patriots and now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Tom Brady is beginning a stretch now. This Thursday night game, a stretch of prime 
exposure. Not all prime time. There's several other prime time games coming up, but the late television window on Sunday. So the Buccaneers are going to be featured quite a bit. And so if you're you're already tired of Tom Brady in Tampa, buckle up, buckaroo, because you are in for it. Now, did you watch the game? You might have been watching the baseball. I don't blame you. The baseball was interesting, although the games were not that great. The late games were not that great. Um, in fact, all the games actually kind of sucked on as far as competition in the in the late stages. Uh, not not that great. So anyway, uh, I was watching the football game. And so we'll go to Chicago. The Bears in the win column. Chicago wins again. They beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20 to 19. On the Thursday night kickoff game for what's going to be another wonky week five in the NFL, Cairo Santos booting a 38-yard field goal with a minute 17 left, and that was the difference. And that's big news when a Chicago Bears kicker doesn't puke all over themselves and actually makes a kick that turns out to be the game winner. That's that's rare, right? It's very rare. But don't bury the lead, my man. All right, we're not going to bury the lead. So the moment of this game, the defining moment, is not the Cairo Santos kick. It's what happened after that. So the Bears had to kick off. They had a lead at that point. They had a one-point lead. They kicked off with 117 to go. The Buccaneers got the ball, and someone named DeAndre Houston Carson broke up Tom Brady's pass. It was fourth down with 33 seconds left. And that just moments after Santos kicked the go-ahead field goal. But that even doesn't tell you what the, the story here is. The story is after that play, Tom Brady put four fingers up. Four fingers, right? Just like that. And appeared pretty obviously to not realize game situation. Bad football IQ by Tom Brady in that situation. I don't know how you could think otherwise. Uh, Chicago... Took over on downs, and that was it. Game set and match. The better story in the losing locker room here. Now, Bruce Arians, you got to hear what Arians said. Bruce Arians was asked right after the game about what everyone saw. You didn't have to be in the stadium. No fans were allowed in Chicago. But if you have functioning eyeballs, or even if you have functioning eardrums, which is the only way you can hear this show. If you heard the radio call, you know exactly what happened. But listen to Bruce Arians asked about Tom Brady not knowing it was fourth down on that fateful last play for the Buccaneers. Bruce, at the end of the game there, that last drive, it it looked like Tom might have been confused with what down it was. Did he not know it was fourth down? Yeah, he knew. He knew. (laughs) You're a liar! You are a liar! Now, Tom Brady, I'm getting all worked up. Tom Brady, when asked himself in the post-game video presser, uh, presser, whether or not he was aware that it was fourth down. He didn't give a definitive, yeah, he knew, like Bruce Arians. Instead, uh, Tom Brady said, you're up against the clock. I knew we had to gain a chunk, so I should have been thinking more first down instead of chunk on that down. Close quote from, from Tom Brady. Okay, let's discuss. The question... What the hell happened to Tom Brady at the end of this game? So I've got central casting, pitch man, and cafeteria. And we will combine all of these things together to make some baba ganoush in this Maller monologue. Now, A, we can sit here and talk until the sun rises, and we usually do most days. Uh, But this game, it's really about the game within the game. The Buccaneers were sputtering along. Even though they had the lead at several points of the game, they came out early, they had a 13-0 lead. But they were vulnerable. And they they had obviously fallen behind on the Santos kick. They still worked their way into position. And it was set up for a vintage Tom Brady game-winning drive, set up the kicker, Boom! Right down the uprights, you win the game. It was directly out of central casting. It was like a Hollywood setup. In fact, as it was happening, I was thinking in my head, I'm thinking, okay, is this more WWE Vince McMahon or is this more like Adam Silver scripted so the Lakers get every foul call and they win the game that way? I'm going to try to figure out which one it was. So the, the Bears coach now, you know who got bailed out on this? Matt Nagy the coach of the Bears, he absolutely botched 
the clock management. He attempted a pass when Tampa was out of timeouts before the field goal. It was incomplete. That left a bunch of time and certainly a manageable amount of time for Tom Brady to march the ball down the field. He left the door open. The Bears coach left the door open. And so the Buccaneers went on this drive. They took over after the kickoff with 113 to go. So the kickoff took four seconds. They had 113 to go and down by one. And again, it was perfectly laid out, right? Just everything, just where you want it. Everything's right there. And this was going to be Tom Brady's first big moment in Tampa. And then he pooped the bed. Uh, and, and in the end, they're Brady losing track of the downs. That is, uh, up until this point, it's only been five weeks. That's the defining moment of Tom Brady as a Buccaneer. Prove me wrong. Prove me. Oh, what about the Charger game? No. No. This, this right here against the Bears, until he does something to trump that, this is the moment. That's the moment. It was humiliating. It was mortifying equal parts of those things. You were the greatest quarterback in the history of your sport. You left the Patriots in large part because they didn't have good players around you, you know, and you you know, you, you wanted to prove on some level that it was you, it wasn't Belichick, why you were successful, right? And then you get completely gobsmacked. You look like Brian Hoyer, not knowing game situation, and you have this massive hiccup. Now, part B here, if there is a silver lining to this, it's that Tom Brady will find a way to monetize it. There are some marketing dollars to be made. Turn a negative into a positive. Why not? I would expect Tom Brady to be doing some kind of airline commercial coming up, right? Can you you imagine Brady as the pitch man if they bring back those old Southwest Airlines want-to-get-away commercials? That was a want-to-get-away moment personified by Brady when he put the four fingers up. I don't know. When he put the four fingers, he's announcing, I'm an idiot. I don't know. How dare you? Uh, Bad job by you. But And if not, if not the airline, how about the new face of Pepto-Bismol? Hey, it's Tom Brady. If you're like me and you're suffering from nausea, heartburn, indigestion, an upset stomach, and diarrhea all at the same time, boy, do I have a medicine for you. So the, the other thing here is, who is the real Tom Brady in 2020? The, the question has to be asked, because coming into this game, Brady had two really good games. Two explosive games that were of a classical nature. The Charger game, the Denver game. And so he had played very well there. But a couple other games, cover your nose. I'm covering my nose right now because he stunk. Uh, he, he was not good. And so this game on Thursday, I feel like this game was a microcosm of who the Buccaneers have in Tom Brady in one game. Because Brady, when I was a kid, I used to love, it was called Fruit Stripe Gum. Uh, and I, I think I got it like a Toys R Us. But they, they had... They had like a bunch of different flavors. You didn't know what you were going to get. You get grape, the cherry, they had the lemon, a bunch of other flavors. You didn't know what you were going to get. And that's like Tom Brady from quarter to quarter. In this game, in the first and third quarter of the game, if you combine the first and third quarter, Tom Brady was majestic against Chicago. He completed 72% of his passes in the first and third quarter combined. He averaged over eight yards in attempt. He had a passer rating of 115, had a touchdown, and was looking good. But then you want to cover your eyes when you look at what happened in the second and the fourth quarter as Tom Brady performed like a clogged toilet. All right, clogged toilet. He had 52% completion percentage, which is miserable. He averaged less than five yards in attempt. What happened to all those playmakers? What happened to those playmakers? You, you left the Patriots because you wanted those great Buccaneer pass catchers. What happened? I know. They're all hurt. I know. There's a bunch of excuses. Uh, His passer rating combined in the second and the fourth quarter was 64.5, which I do not think is good. Not that I'm a football guy, but I don't think that's good. All right, last word here. So Bruce Arians on the sidelines, we played the soundbite earlier from Arians here. He looked like he was going to have a coronary at times. This guy's had health problems. I mean, say what you want about Brady. Say what you want about, you know, the, the big picture. There is a crack 
in the sidewalk with the Buccaneers, and you can make all kinds of excuses. It was a short week. The offensive line had issues. You know, road team, blah, 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 blah. Bottom line, the fact that Tampa had a chance to win the game is stunning because they went to the cafeteria prior to the game. Cafeteria was open. They ordered up Sloppy Joes for everyone, right? The weather was not an issue in Chicago. It will be later in the year. They got a, a break. The weather was not a problem. There was no attention to detail by the players. Bruce Arians, I don't know what they've been doing the last couple days. The players were maybe not listening or he wasn't coaching. They had 11 penalties for 109 yards. Now, granted, there were a couple of those. There was one where Brady uh, got, there was a sack, actually, no, Nick Foles, and they called a roughing the passer penalty, which is like a bogus call. But So there were a few ticky-tack penalties, but there were a lot of clear and obvious Clear and obvious penalties. So Tampa had a pair of fumbles in this game. They converted just 29% of third downs. And the Buccaneers had just one drive of 60 or more yards in the game. They got to the red zone three times and only got one one touchdown they converted in the red zone. And they had to settle for four field goals altogether. So to sum this all up into a nice little package, Brady, shaky, this is what you're going to get from Tom Brady, Quarter here he's good, quarter there he's good, quarter there he sucks. It's a work in progress is what I'm trying to say. It's a work in progress. But So every team's a work in progress. But yeah, Tampa, they thought they were going to go into Chicago. They were a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. The Bears with noodle arm Nick Foles, they were going to walk out of there with a win, and ta-da! Didn't happen. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to opine on any of that, you are more than welcome. Some of you I see asking, why did you not start with the Dodgers? Well, uh, there's a good reason. Our, our big affiliate in Los Angeles is doing their own local Dodger programming, and so they'll pick up our show in progress. And so once they pick up our show, I'll, I'll have ranted like a lunatic about that, and I'll, I'll save some of those comments. We're not going to ignore the fact that Dodgers are back in the Final Four which is a great thing. And they'll take on the Atlanta Braves. (laughs) Dodgers and Braves. One of those two teams going to represent the National League in the World Series. And I think we can all agree on this. Whoever wins Game 5, as the Yankees came back to force a Game 5 in the ALDS, whoever wins Game 5 becomes our new favorite American League team for the next week here because they need to stop. The insanity of those scumbags from Houston, the scoundrels of joy who beat up the A's. What a joke. You know, and, and, and I, I'll mention, I'm going to mention this. I'll do a monologue on the A-holes from Houston at some point. But I, did, I tried to stay away as much as I could, as much as I could from doing a deep dive on the Astros A's series. The reason is because one of you yahoos listening to us in Northern California is like, hey, Ben, I like that you're an A's fan. He sent me this whole big note. He said, I've been an A's fan, you know, since the 1970s. I love the, you know, give me the whole rap, the whole life story. And he's like, hey, he's like, hey, you can be an A's fan, but just don't talk about it because that's really where the jinx is. So if you don't talk about it, the A's will beat the Astros. You know, if you don't do a monologue on it. And so I didn't do a monologue and they got smoked. The athletics were charbroiled by the a-holes but granted the astros were likely cheating but still frustrating frustrating anyway we will press on the snub heard around the world are we taking calls we'll find out we're going to spin the wheel of producers coming up in a couple minutes i'm going to give out the numbers and then we'll find out if we actually take any of your calls at 877-99 on fox gag on sabotage the show the saboteur in yesterday's show 877-996-6369 if you'd like to be part also on Twitter, of course, at Ben Maller. Instagram, Ben Maller on Fox. The Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. The snub heard round the world. We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. What's so uh, funny about peace, love, and understanding? Oh, boy. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. 
Enjoy Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen Nicotine Pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Blue Wrecking Crew, welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond as we bloviate on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network. Glad you have chosen to spend some time, some of your time. The most valuable commodity you have is your time hanging out with us, emanating live from the Geico FSR Studios. And this is a baseball hour. Woohoo! Uh, the Dodgers are into the Final Four. They bludgeoned the Padres. This was no contest. See, yet again, I, I remember reading a study years ago that said it was like 85% or 80% of the things you worry about in life don't actually happen or they're not that bad. Like, I was thinking the Dodgers were in some trouble here, that San Diego was the 
the team that had the the razzle dazzle going in and to Fernando Tatis Jr. and whatnot. I thought, man, they're I know their pitching was messed up, but the Dodgers have lost to teams that had messed up pitching in the past in the postseason. So I was I was a little concerned, a little queasy about the Padres. I, to me, they were the second best team in the National League going into the postseason. And the Dodgers laid a can of whoop-ass on the Padres. Uh, Those fish tacos are not going to taste very good. Will Smith, get jiggy with it. The offensive dynamo. It was not Mookie Betts, although he wasn't bad. It was not. Everyone seemed to have a good day. But Will Smith, and a Dodger franchise record, not just an L.A. Dodger franchise record, an entire Dodger, going back to their days in Brooklyn, Five hits this guy had, three RBIs, and Los Angeles put San Diego into a body bag. They're done. Their season is now over. Bye-bye. See you later. The Padre pitching malfunctioned and then some. So a series that I was concerned about turned out to be a domination situation. How much of a domination situation? It was only a three-game set. Scheduled for as many as five. And the Dodgers outscored the Friars, the Blue Crew outscoring the Friars 23 to 9. And some of those runs were gifts because of Kenley Jansen uh, having poop to bed there in game number two. Yes, it was not, not good. But the thing that I liked, for the most part, if you look at the three games, the Dodgers were able to hold Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado, and Eric Hosmer, three of the big guns for the Padres. They held them in check. Uh, so, well, Bellinger helped because he was Spider-Man and climbed over the wall. But they got it done. They, they, the Dodger pitching collectively got it done. So... One of the cool things about a big blowout win is you you don't have much concern. There's not a lot of angst. You were just waiting for the game to end, and uh, I was able to focus more on the football game because the Dodger game was lopsided and whatnot. So the other problem with this is it's it's not much to talk about. I mean, what are you going to say? You have a good team and a team that didn't play well in this matchup. The Dodgers were clearly the superior ball club in this series. So... There is something that I would like to discuss. I have a pet peeve. And I recommend this. If, you, if you're a guy or a woman that has a lot of pet peeves, get a radio show because you can come in here and vent. It's very therapeutic. I do it at least once a day where I come in here. And the only reason I do a monologue is just a vent. Like, I, I, I couldn't really sit here and just wax poetic about the, the Dodgers dominating because, again, there's no real drama. There's no real uh, story story there. The Dodgers were supposed to win. They won. Okay, that's that's not, you know, plane lands, that's not a story. Plane doesn't land, we got a story. So the subplot got my attention. The Dodgers started Dustin May. I thought he looked okay. He walked a guy in the first inning, but he only went one inning. And then they pulled him out of the game. And this felt like a spring training game in, you know, Tempe or Glendale, Arizona or somewhere. Uh, it was ridiculous how many pitching changes there were by the Padres and the Dodgers to a degree. But it turned out that even though Dustin May was billboarded as the starting pitcher, and see, you assume that when you're the starting pitcher, you're going to go more than an inning. Well, it turns out Dave Roberts had the idea, along with the geniuses, most of the geniuses that run the Dodgers, Decided to turn this into an opener. Okay, so I want to talk about that. Now, what do you make here of the Dodgers pitching decision? Now, they won the game. And obviously, that's the most important thing. Blah, 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 blah. It is the most wonderful body spray is a win. But I'm so stubborn, I'm not going to let the fact that the Dodgers won the game ruin a good monologue. I've got the trendy train, Truman, and thoroughbreds. And we will combine all these things together, and we are going to make some L.A. street hot dogs, those ones wrapped in bacon that are a a staple of Los Angeles. All right, now to lead off with, consider this not only a venting situation, but also a Maller pep talk for the Dodger brass, okay, For for the big shots there. I know they're listening. They're always listening. All right, they're going to head to the National League Championship Series. In that uh, wonderful city of Houston, we talk so much about. So this particular chess move with Dustin May 
was completely unnecessary. The fact that the Dodgers got away with it is great. We're happy that they won. Obviously, I have a a slight bias for the Dodgers. But my God, (laughs) that was a regrettable decision, right? The outcome doesn't change that that was a bad decision. Knock this off immediately. Immediately. I, I, I don't know who made the call. I assume it wasn't Dave Roberts. It was somebody above Dave Roberts. But what are you bloody dingleberries doing? Dustin May is one of the top notch young pitchers in the game. He is a blue chip guy. This, he packs, he's got a he's a redheaded flamethrower, is what he is there on the mound. And do not mess with my ginger pitcher. Let him free. Let this guy go out there and pitch big innings in a playoff game. Allow him to breathe. Allow him to breathe and settle into the game. Right? Instead, they decide immediately. All right, well, of course, it was decided hours before the game. No, 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 no. We're not going to let this guy go out and pitch four, five, six innings. No, no, no. We're going to jump on the trendy train. Choo-choo on the trendy train. We're going to be like everyone else, everyone else in baseball. That's what we're going to do. And Dave Roberts, and we we take a lot of shots at Dave Roberts on this show. We like playing a certain soundbite from Dave Roberts that he says every postseason when the Dodgers lose a playoff game. So far, he hasn't been able to. I liked him in that spot. I really did. He hasn't been able to say it yet because the Dodgers haven't lost a playoff game, but I'm sure they'll lose at least one to the Atlanta Braves. So Roberts is a bit of a sock, a sock puppet, right? He's a sock puppet. There's a puppeteer somewhere else. And, and Roberts is rarely allowed to actually make feel-of-the-game decisions. He's the middleman in this situation. like, And, and so it's, it's this weird thing where we, we do bash Roberts a lot, but he, he's one of these guys, he'll get praised if the Dodgers have success. If they win the World Series, oh, Dave Roberts, what a great manager, you know, all these division championships. Uh, and then, but he also gets crap, bull crap, when the front office, they come in, they're like, oh, no, 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 you got to do this. We, we, we figured it all out. And it's a bunch, it's not Andrew Friedman. I mean, he's part of it, the general manager, but it's also these other guys, you don't even know who these people are that are making these decisions. Now, furthermore, so Major League Baseball, It's not just a Dodger problem. Baseball has been infected with the micromanaging. I call it nerd pornography is what I call it. We are talking about a spitting match. No, no, we are. We're talking about a spitting match with all the executives. Now, normal in normal times, they get together at the general manager meetings. They get together at the owners meetings. They get together at the winter meetings in the offseason. And they sit around, smoke cigars, and the, did you see what I did with my pitching staff? I'm the smartest guy in baseball. They all try to outshine each other. They, they're trying to reinvent the wheel, and it's maddening, right? Too many chefs spoil the broth. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows this to be true. So my position is simple. Here's my position. I've evolved. To me, there is a clear point of demarcation. Okay, you have the haves over here. You have the have nots on this side of the room. And so if you're a nickel and dime franchise, this is what you do. You use the opener. You use the opener because it's a means to an end. You are overcompensating or attempting to overcompensate for a talent deficiency. So teams like the Rays and the Padres have to scratch and claw, right? It's a necessary evil. So while I don't like the opener, I understand why those teams do it. It's a gimmick. It's kind of like the old line from President Truman, and I took some artistic freedom on this quote, but he essentially said, if you can't beat them, confuse them, was one of his quotes. So this is a form of trickery. No, 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 man. The opener is a form of trickeration, right? It's, it's the management attempt at the head fake. You think you're going to go against Dustin May. No, no, we got a conga line. It's a conga line out of the bullpen. Okay, so now that being said, for the kingpins of the sport to do this, silly. It's silly. Now, the last... And final point, to expand on that, as as the mayor of Realityville, self-elected, it is my civic duty, my civic duty to inform you, okay, that the Dodgers, and I'm going to throw the Yankees in here as well, because the Yankees have done the same thing. They did it the other day. 
For you to big fish to be guilty of these sins is unbecoming. Brian Cashman was rightfully hauled over the coals by the New York media because he pulled these shenanigans and the Yankees lost a game and that's why they had to desperately come back and win the game last night against Tampa to force a game five. But the Bronx Bombers got cute. They lost that game. Dodgers obviously didn't lose the game. They were able to win. And and so the Yankees are in position to win the series and it'll be forgotten if they do win the series. Nevertheless, Yankees, Dodgers, you have a stable of thoroughbreds. When you have a stable filled with thoroughbreds, you don't try to win the Kentucky Derby with a donkey. You don't need that. You have the horses. You've got the horsepower. And that's what the opener is. The opener is the donkey. It's a jackass is what it is. And so, and as far as the Komodo Dragon in the room, the National League Championship Series, well, plenty of time. It doesn't start till Monday to break it down. I already can tell you the Atlanta Braves are going to be the popular pick by popular people because they demolished their pitching staff, overwhelmed the Reds and the Marlins. They've got the combo dish of pitching and power. That being said... I'm not sold on Atlanta. Now, I'm not going to downplay the Braves yet. I'll wait till next week to do that. But I'm not exactly sold on Atlanta. The Dodgers took out the old crowbar to the Padres. To me, that is more impressive than the Braves beating up on the Reds who have no offense. It's almost like they're blindfolded when the Reds batters go to home plate. And the Marlins, who are a glorified double-A team who happened to make the playoffs because of the Fugazi two-month season. And again, I had on my big board, the Maller big board, San Diego was the second best team. Now, I realize they had injuries to the pitching staff, and that's true, but they got manhandled by Los Angeles. They got manhandled, and I'm looking forward to it. The Dodgers have played the Braves a lot over the years in the postseason, and ever since Glavin, Maddox, and Smoltz uh, Smoltz stepped away, the Dodgers have done pretty well. They've done pretty well uh, against the Atlanta Braves, so I look forward to it. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that? You are more than welcome to. Thank you, Roberto. Thank you. Great. Appreciate that's that. a great monologue, dude. Would you like to touch up, Roberto? Anything you would like to add to uh, that? You know, I, I got into it to some, with some Dodger fans on Twitter saying uh, they're trying to explain this thing, right? Like, no, you're. Uh, I'm. Uh, saying the F, I think I said an F word on, on Twitter. I'm not sure, but uh, <laughs> we'll say it on the radio, on please. The radio. But it's like yeah. you you, uh, you have a guy like Dustin May. Yeah, you you use him. He's a starter. He's he's a he's a thoroughbred, like you say. He's a good pitcher. The Dodgers, he's good. The Dodgers don't have to use an opener. The exactly. Don't, they don't have to use an opener. <laughs> they have enough quality starting pitchers. They don't have to use an opener. Bingo. And the other thing about this one, well, I, I, I I heard the same crap. They're like, well, next week you're gonna play seven days in a row if it goes to Game Seven. Who cares? And then. And then what if they would have lost this game and then you don't have made a pitch game four? See, yeah. that was the other well, thing. You, well, you, my yeah. point was you pitch Julio Diaz to start, he starts the game, and then if the Dyers lose the game, well, you have Dustin made a pitch game four. Yeah, and then you can come back in game it's five and figure it out. Game yeah, five. Exactly. exactly. It, it yeah. makes no sense. It made no sense to me. These no guys, are, these, these executives with the Dodgers and the Yankees, they sit around in the hotel rooms and they try to uh, come up with ways to F up. They they intervene with what's going on. It sucks. I hate it. Yeah. We, I hate it. When you have enough quality starting pitchers, you don't need to use the stupid openers, man. Exactly. Yeah. It, you know, Tampa Bay wishes they had the pitching the Yankees and the Dodgers have. Well, maybe more the Dodgers than the Yankees. But they wish they had this great pitching. They wouldn't need to do the nonsense. It's a gimmick. It's a sideshow. The opener's a sideshow. And exactly. these, these these good teams with these huge payrolls who have pitching, are like, no, no, we want to be just like Tampa Bay. We want to be like the t- – oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, we will take your calls. 877-99 on Fox. Bo, the show is in here. The he also agrees, Bo- by the way, with this. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Is he going to sing a little ditty later? No? Probably no, not. Probably not. Pro- probably not. Yeah. All right. Uh, we, we will have the NFL pick, and we'll get to that coming up in a couple of minutes. Uh, we also have a trip down memory lane. How wonderful is that? And uh, also, there's a story I love from the last couple of days here, a heartwarming sports moment that was actually not heartwarming at all. Somebody got bamboozled. Someone got bamboozled. We'll get to all that, and we'll take your calls. 877-99 on Fox. We'll get to it. We'll do it next. No, I just came ready to take the shower, and then I put back mom pajamas on. Wow. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. 
But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen Nicotine Pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zen.com. That's zyn.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We learned an important life lesson this week that sometimes good things happen to bad teams in sports. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network as we sermonize the sporting world emanating live from inside the Geico FSR Studios, otherwise known as the Magic Radio Boxing, glad you have chosen to spend some time with us. We have 75% of the Final Four in baseball set. 
The National League is finito and done. We know that the Atlanta Braves will take on the Los Angeles Dodgers, and one of those two teams will be going to the World Series. And the American League, unfortunately, boo! The Jose Albuves were able to advance. Uh, and so now we're waiting. We're waiting the outcome of the Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays, these scoundrels of baseball at it again on a sun-soaked day in L.A. on a Thursday. Carlos Correa, that little snake, hit a three-run homer. Michael Brantley, uh, I don't hate him as much because he wasn't on the 2017 Astros, but he hit a two-run shot as well. And the cheating Astros, they put the ass in Astros. They beat the Athletics 11-6 to clinch the American League Divisional Series in four games. Just like Tom Brady not knowing what down it was. He, he hold up four fingers. Four. I'm, I'm doing my Brady impersonation right now. So, uh, clearly benefiting from the espionage scandal. Houston now has advanced to the American League Championship Series for the fourth straight season. They you might remember used a very elaborate scheme to steal signs and won a World Series with that. In fact, they had the greatest three-year run in the history of baseball wins and losses while dirty. While dirty, and they'll await the Yankees or Rays. That'll be in San Diego next week. So let us discuss. Now, do you think, use your head here, use your noggin, do you think the Astros are still cheating? The way I'll answer that is the Pope Catholic. Uh, come on. Right? My observations here, you've got case file, devil's grab bag, and sage advice. Those three things, and we will lock them all together. Now, if you listen to this show on a regular basis, first of all, I thank you. That means a lot. I appreciate the fact that you're a listener. I am a curious skeptic. I'm very skeptical. I'm also somewhat of a news junkie which is a good thing to have if you have a job like this. It's a good problem to have. Uh, I crave information. I just don't believe most of it. For example, the media, the baseball media, well, see, the Astros are doing it on the up and up. They're, they're kosher now. Everything's kosher with the Astros. doesn't pass the smell test. I smell bullcrap. I smell bullcrap when I, when I hear that and I read that. Uh, there is a reason to believe. That what we have seen against the Athletics and to a lesser degree against the Twins, I think anybody could beat the Twins, whether you're cheating or not cheating. But there's a reason to think that Houston has gone back to their nefarious ways, to their roots. Why? They have a legacy of dirt. They are, their entire foundation, the core of that team are immoral cheats. That's the reality of Astro baseball. It would appear that they went somewhere into the den of iniquity and pulled out the good stuff. I got the good stuff, right? We, we are building an anecdotal file of evidence here. Think of it as a case file of the funny business going on around the Astros. Keep in mind, the Astros, after that three-year run where they were the top team in baseball over three years of any three-year run of all time, wins and losses, the Astros were the worst team in baseball history this season to make the postseason. They were tied with the Milwaukee Brewers as the worst team ever to make the postseason. It's not my opinion. It's a fact. For all time, they had a losing record in the regular season. The core players of the 2017 cheating ball club played like dogs that needed to be euthanized. Houston was 19th in home runs, 14th in runs scored. It's even worse than that. The last couple weeks of the baseball season, the Astros as a team, the last couple weeks when you try to warm up, right, warm up for the playoffs, they batted 226. That's 20th in baseball. They ranked 27th in runs scored. Then in the postseason, ta-da, abracadabra, Hocus pocus, just like that. They come out, guns ablazing. It's home run derby. It's home run derby. It's like they're hitting golf balls with a metal bat. The Astros scored in 35 innings of the American League Divisional Series against Oakland. They scored 33 runs in 35 innings. A team again, a team again that was ranked in the middle during the season, but the last couple weeks of the baseball season, leading into the playoffs, they were ranked 27th. 
They were ranked 27th in baseball and run scored the last couple weeks, and they end up putting up 33 runs in 35 innings. George Springer, by George, hit 389 with two home runs. Jose Albuve hit 400 with two home runs. Alex Bregman hit 400. He had a home run. Carlos the Snake Correa hit 500. He hit 500 in the three games, or the four games, uh, and he ended up with three home runs. Keep in mind, Carlos Correa, the last 27 games of the regular season, hit 233 with two home runs and six runs batted in. He had 11 runs batted in in this series. And all together, the masterminds of the cheating, the dirt bags of baseball, Carlos Correa, Alex Bregman, George Springer, Jose Albuve, in the American League Divisional Series, they batted 419 with eight home runs and 22 RBIs. Oh, yeah, they, they just figured out how to hit all of a sudden after not being able to hit during the regular season. My ass! My ass! All right, now second point. So what did the Astros do to become this offensive juggernaut? Now, obviously, we don't know, but we can make some educated guesses, right? We don't know for sure, but we can make some educated guesses. Considering their history, as we've laid out, it is more than conceivable that they just went back into their workshop and they said, okay, we got to figure out a tell, right? Let's try some stuff we experimented with in the past. Can't use the trash can. The stadium's empty. It'll get picked up on the television microphones, even with that ambient canned crowd noise, which is not real. So what are you going to do, right? Can't work in an empty stadium. So here's what the Astros did. It is more probable than not that they went into the devil's grab bag Go in the devil's grab bag, and one word came up first. Buzzer. Buzz. Fastball. Jose Altuve. Now, Jose Altuve is believed to, and you probably saw this video, it is believed by many educated people that Jose Altuve used a buzzer uh, underneath, he had some wiring underneath his jersey when he hit a home run against uh, Araldis Chapman of the Yankees in last year's postseason. It would be very easy to conceal a buzzer under the uniform, and it's not like you have to go through a metal detector to take the field. And it's it's a simple technology there. The umpires aren't going to check, and it's very effective based on the fact that we believe Altuve has used it, and other players on the Astros have used the buzzer in the past. Now, some of the other options. That are a possibility on how the Astros are cheating in this postseason. How about an earpiece? Makes sense, right? You got batting helmet on. You can put those earpieces are really small. Those little, little small, looks like a hearing aid type things, even smaller than that. And they've got the Bluetooth technology. And it would be very easy to have some nerd behind the Astros clubhouse there who's got a real time monitor feed uh, or, or somewhere else in the stadium and tip off the batter through the Bluetooth, through the headphone, what pitch is coming? All right. I wouldn't put it past that snake, Carlos Correa, to have found some kind of special dog whistle that only Houston players would be able to tell what it is, right? And you hear like two whistles, that's a fastball. One whistle, breaking ball. All right, vice versa. Then the other possibility would be they turn to lumber, right? And... Yeah, well, that would be the that would be the dog whistle, right? That's a special. Only the Astros could hear that. If you heard that, you're a cheater because only the Astros can hear that. Then the other one would be Corky McCork, right? Get out the bat, put the cork in there, and all of a sudden the baseball is like a whammo Super Bowl because you cork the bat. It's also a possibility, right? Tell me I'm wrong. Prove me wrong. All right, final point. Some believe that the Astros, as I said, are doing this on the up and up. We are not among that group. We believe these people are suckers. In fact, I pointed this out many times over the years, if you've listened to me here on the radio, that roughly 20% of society in America are gullible stooges. They will believe anything, right? You can literally pull something out of the sky, right? It's made up, and you throw it in their face, and all of a sudden they're like, okay, I believe that, even if you made it up. It's fascinating. It's a fascinating thing that they say literally 20% uh, will believe anything. So there are 20% 20 of people 
who are walking around thinking, well, yeah, the Astros, man, they, they're not cheating now. They're, oh, come on. Here's the problem. You dummy. The Astros do not get the benefit of the doubt. Sorry, you don't. You don't get the benefit of the doubt. Do you understand what I'm saying here? It's ridiculous, right? These are not exactly pillars of the baseball community. And remember the sage advice. Once a cheater, always a cheater. And I get a kick out of these dopey mama lukes who like the Astros. Oh, it's respect. It's revenge. Bull crap. All right? Common sense tells you that they are likely cheating again. Why wouldn't they? Right? Why wouldn't they cheat? They got away with it. They won the little piece of metal. Did they get a slap on the wrist? No. They didn't even get a slap on the wrist. I just punished myself more than the Astros. I'm slapping my wrist right now. I punished myself more than Rob Manfred punished any single Astro player. They got away with it. Did they even go to detention? No, they didn't go to detention. Bunch of pompous a-holes rubbing it in everyone's faces that they cheated. Not a single... Not a single Houston player who was part of that on the field was punished. They were given immunity. Rob Manford, who's bad at his job, he's the underboss. He protected them. He protected these guys, right? And he set the precedent. You have free reign. What Rob Manford said to Albuve. Springer, Bregman, and all these other cheaters. He said, listen, I don't care. We're not going to really punish you at all. Do whatever you want. So if you already have a, a license, a blank check to do what you want, why would you not? Right? Major League Baseball is not going to police this in real time. You think Rob Manford has the cojones to say in the middle of the baseball flush, by the way, we have reason to believe that the Astros have been cheating and there's an internal investigation. No. No. By the time, if this ever comes out, and the only way it will come out is if one of the players on the Astros says, oh, yeah, we were cheating again. Oh, yeah, here's how we did it. Because that's the only reason that we know what happened. Without the great Mike Fires, we would never know the extent of what happened. We still don't know all the details because there's a cover-up on some of the, like the Altuve buzzer and all that. So again, by the time baseball would figure this out, the damage would have been done. We know Rob Manford doesn't have the balls to take away a World Series trophy. He's admitted that many times. He's a coward. He's a a little mouse. So why would you not do it? You, You would be stupid not to do it. Of course they're cheating. They're cheaters. That's what they do. Do you understand? All right, that felt good. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.